This is the Leo Slama Audio Experience. Hey everyone, today I'm talking with my friend Zan about how going to the gym can help you build a startup. You ready? Let's jump in. I noticed almost a perfect parallel between building a company from scratch, building a, a tech startup, and going to the gym like consistently like five times a week, like bodybuilding basically. The first thing is you need to have a goal or several goals. It's very important. Like how much weight do you want to gain? How much muscle do you want to gain? What is your goal at the gym? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to gain weight and muscle, you know? And bodybuilding is a lot about gaining weight and muscle, of course. And you need, you need to have precise goals. When you build a company, you need to have precise goals about how much you want to grow. Uh, each quarter, each month, each week. And of course, the next element, the second element of that is how you get there, how you get to your goal. And at the gym, you really need a plan. So I have a plan at the gym that I update regularly. My plan is basically like push, pull, leg, push, pull, leg. And if you switch exercises too often, like every other week, you cannot see growth. You cannot see the evolution. But if you do the same type of exercises for years, you're going to stall in your, in your efforts, in your uh, progress. And so it's also important between those goals and you know, how to get there to update those goals, to always go further and further. And when you do bodybuilding, what you want to do is to grow more and more, to gain more and more weight, uh, except when you're in a cutting phase, of course. And for Tech startup, it's the same thing. You want to reassess your goals every three months, every six months, every month, according to how you want to get there, according to the results you got the previous quarter. And so you need to have goals. You need to know exactly how to get there. And if it, you're not getting there or you're going farther, then you have to reassess your goals for the next quarter or the next six months. And... It's all about consistency. And that's the third element. If you can be consistent at the gym, I believe you can be consistent anywhere. And so to me, being consistent at the gym, it's important for me, but it's also a way to set myself like um, a challenge because I know if I can be consistent at the gym, (laughs) then I can be consistent anywhere. And as I say, you have to reassess your goals because at the gym, at least when you do bodybuilding, you need to push your limits. And there are several ways to push your limits, right? Like you, you know, it's going to be too much for you. So you cannot do like 10 reps or 12 reps. You're going to do like four, five, maybe, maybe just two or three. But then the following week, you're going to do seven reps. And then the following week, you're going to do 10 reps. That's what people do, right? But there is a very important element at the gym that I noticed is that if you really want to grow faster, you need a spotter, you need someone to help you. So every time I push my limits at the gym and instead of, uh, for example, instead of using like 70 pounds in each hand, I use 75 and I know it's going to be too much for me and it can be dangerous actually. You know, I don't want to throw the, (laughs) the dumbbells on my face. I call someone at the gym or I go to the gym with a friend and, and he spot me. So asking for help, it's actually key if you want to grow faster at the gym. And in a startup, especially a tech startup, you can read 
a ton of podcasts or or books about business, but what's really, really better is what we call mentorship, like asking for help to someone who did it before you, who went through what you're going through now. For example, ask for help to another CEO who already raised a round that you're trying to raise now, or ask for help to an advisor or mentor for sales or marketing, because you know, you're not sure which way you have to go. And that's a key element here, asking for help to push your limits, to go further, but faster. Because you can figure it out by yourself. But in a startup, I noticed that, like I figure out stuff by myself sometimes, but it takes me months. If you ask for help, it takes you like half an hour, (laughs) hopefully. Another element is the key performance indicators, the KPIs. If you don't track your growth and your evolution at the gym, like how much weight you can deal with every week for specific exercise, you're not going to grow. You really need to understand your key performance indicators. So at the gym, it's pounds or kilograms. In a tech startup, it can be anything about dollars, views, like really like any KPI that you need to put there. But you need to track that week after week, month over month to see what's really going on, if you're doing progress or not. Because you might think you're doing progress, but maybe not. And uh, tracking KPIs is really, it's, it's about consistency, but it's, it, goes far, it's go, it goes farther than that. It goes way farther than that. You have to be super precise. And every day you need to track your KPIs. At the gym, of course, you, I track my way every day, every morning. And it's amazing after like a year or two or three, you see exactly like the trends right? Because you can be like 170 pounds one day and 175 pounds the following day because you ate a big uh, Shabbat dinner <laughs> the day before. It doesn't mean anything. So if you see the trend, it's a little bit like the stock exchange. It goes up and down, up and down, up and down every day. But the trend actually is super consistent. You're either gaining weight, losing weight, or maintaining yourself. So at the gym, you if you want to gain weight, if you're bodybuilding, you don't want to maintain yourself. At the, at the very beginning of my um, gym journey, it took me months to find my calorie intake for maintenance. You know, that's the first thing you need to, to know, because then you know how many calories you need to add to gain weight. And of course, how many calories you need to, um, to lose to gain weight. So it took me like months to understand I needed like 3000 calories a day just to maintain. And so according to that, then you can understand you can modulate like how much calories you want to add or remove uh, according to if you want to bulk or cut. And it takes time. And in a tech startup, the actual KPIs you need to track, it takes time to understand that and to calibrate the KPIs. It takes, it takes time. It takes sometimes not just months, but years. And usually, at least in a tech startup for us right now, all the KPIs lead to pricing right? Like what type of pricing, what type of price, uh, what type of, uh, I don't know, offer or discount we can give, like this type of stuff. And it takes time to understand that because there's so many elements getting into that, right? It's like the the calorie intake for the gym. Like if you sleep all day, yeah, you're going to need like 1500 calories. But if you work, you walk, you know, you talk a lot, like uh, all of a sudden you need 3000 calories. And uh, if you go to the gym and you want to build, then you need like 3,500 calories. And so it takes time to calibrate that. So that's, that's for the KPIs. 
Another thing is about the results. There's something called body dysmorphia in bodybuilding where because you look at your body every day in the mirror, you actually don't see results. <laughs> that there's like a, a huge discrepancy between the results you get and what you see in the mirror. So usually men are unhappy that they want more, 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 and more muscle. And it's funny because in the past nine months, I gained like 15 pounds. And I don't see much of a difference <laughs> to my eye. So it's important to take pictures, to compare. Uh, and of course, it's not all muscle. You always take some fat. Uh, so that's why you need to cut uh, at some point. But it's called body dysmorphia. And in a startup, I noticed, especially me, I noticed that when I look six months back or a year back or two years back, we're so far away from what we used to be in terms of product, in terms of uh, customers, in terms of funding, etc. But there is some sort of success dysmorphia in startups where, and I talk about that with my co-founder very often, where we forget to celebrate the little wins. We don't, it's difficult to see that we're winning because it's a consistent effort every day. And yes, sometimes, of course, you get a new customer or a new client and, and it's a big win. But then you instantly think about the next win, the next client, the next customer, the next investor, the next, you know. The same way there's body dysmorphia when you do bodybuilding at the gym, like it's difficult to see the result because you look at your body every day and it's just so incremental. It's so small progress every day that you don't really see it. It's the same for, for startup. Like, of course you can, you could become a billion dollar company overnight. For example, if you do IPO or something like that, but, but it's, there's no such story. It's like a very slow flywheel that you turn, you know, you know the story of the flywheel and then you're going to have little wins every day and you're going to have setbacks also every day. And at the end of the day, if you look back six months ago or a year ago or two years ago, it's like, whoa, this is, this is huge. But you don't see it every day. And I see that in, in, in my startup right now where we don't celebrate much. Also, we're working remotely, but I, we don't celebrate much of the, of the little wins. And, and we should. And if we look back, there is a huge evolution. Like it's, it's amazing. It's like, wow. But I make this parallel with body dysmorphia because it's easy not to see the progress when you're grinding every day, whether at the gym or, or in your tech startup. And so about that, it's important to, to hear other people's opinions, what they see about you. Like it's spring right now. And so some of my friends, I haven't seen them like in months. And, or I had a big, uh, I had a huge jacket during the winter, so they couldn't see me and my body. And a ton of people are, are like, wow, you get a ton of, uh, ton of muscle or a ton of weight. Wow. And, and I'm like, really? You see that? So, so it's interesting because they see it. I don't, <laughs> but it is mafia. But if they see it, like, you know, they see it. It's the same way with startups. Like when you get compliments, usually at least me, I, I, I reject compliments. I don't want compliments because I'm not where I want to be. But it's important to just say thank you. And to acknowledge that you're actually doing progress. So I have some mentors or advisors, like I talk to them like every two, three months. And I just give them um, a summary in just a few minutes of what we've been accomplishing in the past quarter or in the past few months. 
and they're always super impressed. And I'm like, why are they being nice to me? And, and then thanks to the gym, thanks to Body Dysmorphia, I realized they're not being nice to me. By the way, they wouldn't be my mentor, my advisor, if, uh, if, uh, if they just wanted to be nice to me. It doesn't work like this. No, they, they see the progress because they talk to me every couple of months, not every day. <laughs> so, so, so they see the progress. So it's important to, to put yourself out there whether outside of the gym or in a startup, like to talk about your progress and what you've been doing, what has been happening in the past few months. And it's okay to be stuck sometimes, actually. But more often than not, people are impressed with the results uh, much more than you. So this body dysmorphia and not seeing progress every day is totally related to the reaction of people when you give them an update of your startup or when you show yourself like at the beach, for example, when you go to the gym, it's the exact same effect. I tend to think people are trying to be nice and I'm very, I'm very self-conscious. I'm very aware of that. And finally, there's something we don't speak about enough is chemicals, dopamine, serotonin, and the two others that I don't remember. But I think there's four or five chemicals about, uh, you know, happiness or pleasure. And um, when you go to the gym, uh, it's called <laughs> filling the pump, right? Like go to the gym, you feel the pump, like you feel great. And after going to the gym, you feel great for like the rest of the day. So last Friday I was at the gym, but I was tired as fuck. And I did five exercises instead of eight. And because I didn't want to trick a muscle, I, I was too tired. And so I did the easier uh, exercises and then I left and it's okay. Like there are ups and downs, you know, at the gym, sometimes you skip leg day. Nobody wants to admit that, but yes, yeah, sometimes you skip leg day and, uh, and, and it's fine. You have to be easy on yourself sometimes. And in a startup, there are definitely ups and downs. It's not like uh, easy every day. There are setbacks and sometimes there are their successes as well. So about the dopamine and all the chemicals that makes you feel great and happy, there are also chemicals that makes you feel bad. And to me, it's the exact same thing. Skipping a day at the gym, it makes me feel really bad. First of all, because you don't have all the chemicals that you, know, you produce when you do uh, sports or something like that, but also you, you feel bad. You know, you're like, shit. I skipped the day. That's not good. And it's the exact same feelings. And I'm sure it's the exact same chemicals in a startup when you lose customers, for example, or uh, an investor tells you no, uh, you know, about, about rejection. It's the exact same feeling for some reason. And when you go to the gym, you learn how to deal with those feelings. For example, that you, at the gym that you don't achieve your PR, your, your personal record. Sometimes at the gym, you cannot live the way uh, from the previous week, for example, and you feel like shit. You're like, shit, like maybe I didn't sleep enough or maybe I didn't eat enough fat and sugar before going to gym or I don't know, like so something's happening. Most often than not, it's in, it's in your mind. I noticed it's because I'm thinking about something else that I'm uh, stressed about or anxious about like my company or something else. And so um, it's the same in, in a startup. There are ups and downs and you don't always feel great about it. And you need to 
learn how to deal with those chemicals, whether they're dopamine and uh, you're super happy and uh, you're super high for like a few hours, or you're not happy for some reason uh, because of some sort of rejection or you lose a customer or something. You need to learn how to deal with those feelings, good and bad, and try to stay as consistent, as stable as possible. And to me, going to the gym consistently or as consistently as possible, that helped me tremendously in developing my startup, in being stable, in being consistent, in making sure that I reach our goals. And if not, you know, reassessing the goals very quickly and uh, pivoting if we need to pivot and asking for help if you're stuck somewhere or if you need help for something. Uh, like pushing your limits and pushing the KPIs and grow faster and about seeing the results. When you're grinding every day with your co-founder, with your employees, like it's like the gym. You don't necessarily see the results every day. And so it's important to have an external viewpoint from some sort of mentor or advisor or, or either friends who do not necessarily have an update, but you start up like every day. Well, Leo, you've inspired me. I want to go to the gym right now. <laughs> uh that's exactly what I think this this makes you makes you think about. It gets you all hyped up to go into um and I mean it's it goes beyond startups and it goes beyond the gym. This is the same for anything. I mean, maintaining relationships, uh building your life, going to school. I mean, anything that you do in life, if you have consistency and you have focus, then it's gonna have then with enough time and with outside view, you're gonna get more results. I agree. There's one more thing I have to tell you. At the gym. You have to listen to yourself. You have to listen to your body. If you feel like when you're doing a certain movement that you feel some pain of some sort, you need to stop right there. Or you're going to trick a muscle. And in business, in a startup, or in life in general, I learned that it's way better to listen to your intuition rather than listening to a podcast or reading a book about business and trying to apply the recipe to your own process. Listen to yourself, whether it's your body at the gym or your intuition, your own intuition, your own mindset in business or in life in general. That's extremely important. And I think most people have no idea how to listen to themselves. I think so too. I love that. All right. I hope you enjoyed this content. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe. And most importantly, keep it real.